The content of this podcast is for general information only and does not constitute financial advice or consider individual circumstances. Please seek your own independent legal, financial, taxation, or other advice before making investment decisions. Welcome back to Decoding Crypto. You're joining me, Jason Pizzino, for another crypto market update. Big one this week. We enter April. Time zones have changed, but that doesn't change Bitcoin and its mining procedure. What's going on there? Because it's hit 19 million Bitcoin have been mined, which means there's only 2 million to go. We're also looking at $13 trillion metaverse predicted by traditional finance and cryptocurrency working its way into the music industry, into Hollywood. This time, Binance is sponsoring the Grammys. But as always, first up, let's see what the market feels. It's about the feeling, remember? What is the market feeling on this Monday morning? They're neutral. They've been neutral for a while. It's neutral today, neutral yesterday, neutral last week. I think this is probably not a bad sign considering we have past some of those resistance levels. That's a good thing. We want to understand what's going on in the price because at the end of the day, that's where we're making money from. Looking at the total market caps, 2.16 trillion and Bitcoin is at 46,400. Now, Ethereum has cracked above the 50% resistance zone. So that's a good sign. And we're noticing Ethereum moving a little harder than Bitcoin at this point in time. Uh, some of the others in the top 10, Solana making some moves in the last couple of days and Cardano just holding its ground because it made that move from about oh, 80 cents up to about $1.20. Now the big mover is Luna, Terra Luna, all time highs. So it's one of the very, very few, or at least the only one I can see in the top 20 that's made all time highs during this cryptocurrency bear market. You know, Bitcoin's still holding steady, Ethereum's holding steady, but Luna is probably one of the, the stronger uh, cryptos at this point, providing it remains at its higher prices. So for Bitcoin, again, just sort of hovering around the last couple of days, we had that little bit of a scare on the 31st of March, and then the market swiftly bounced back on Friday. So it dropped to 44, bounced back to 46, and now we're just hovering at 46 for the last couple of days. Turning to the news, the big headline over the last couple of days is the Bitcoin mining schedule. It's mined, well, Bitcoin in total has mined 19 million coins, which leaves about 2 million coins. And so a comment that I get from uh, sort of new people to the industry, even just friends and family, is like, well, how does that even work? Like someone, else, someone had to make this up. Couldn't someone just make more Bitcoin? Well, this is all worked into the code of Bitcoin. So no, no more Bitcoin can be created unless half or over half the network, I should say, 51%. Uh, agree to change the code and say, sure, let's make Bitcoin 22 million or 40 million or, or whatever they, they change it to. But remember, you've got to get 51 51% of the uh, network users to agree on this change. And that's pretty difficult, as we've seen in the last several years. The most notably was in 2017 when Bitcoin had a hard fork, which essentially just means half of the network said, we want Bitcoin to remain as is. And the other half said, we want it to be different. And so they created a fork in the code and some of the people went one way and the others kept going with Bitcoin. And so what we have today is Bitcoin Core and the other 
people, the other parties, they went to Bitcoin Cash. And there's been multiple other Bitcoins created from that point. So in one way, you could say, well, sure, there's more Bitcoin created, but it's not being used the same way as this, the current Bitcoin network is being used. You have Bitcoin Cash and that's lost a lot of value over the last five years. So you just got to be careful with those sort of things. You know, who's saying what? How is the narrative shifting? At this point in time, Bitcoin, 19 million have been mined, just 2 million to go. But remember, that's going to be over the next 100 to 120 years that 2 million will be mined. So every 10 minutes, at the moment, there is 6.25 Bitcoin being mined. So that's the reward that miners get for basically keeping the network secure. So at the moment, with the current value of about 46,400, 6.25% is a reward. That's worth about 290,000 US dollars every 10 minutes is being created on this network. And so I think that shows the, the strength of the network. You've got a lot of people competing to get this block reward and if you start to try and change your code from say you know 21 million bitcoin to 42 million you're going to come up against a lot of people who have a lot of money invested in either a the mining equipment or holding bitcoin or creating bitcoin companies uh, just basically probably say no at this point because that would then devalue the, the bitcoin that they're holding so that's the value of having a network which is the value of Bitcoin. Speaking of big companies having big in interests in holding Bitcoin, we have the investment firm Van Eck saying that Bitcoin could hit $4.8 million if it became the global reserve asset. Now, of course, we always hear these big headlines being thrown around and they're most notably thrown around when the market is at all-time highs. But at the moment, they're probably coming out again because obviously we've seen Bitcoin move up from 33K to now 46K and they're saying 4.8 million per coin if it becomes the reserve asset. Now, this could happen in 20 years, 50 years. It may never happen, but I, they, they've done some calculations to state why that would be the case. And from the current price, that's about a 100x return on Bitcoin. Now, as I said, it's not an altcoin which can just move very, very quickly. This is this will obviously need governments and big institutions to come in and hold Bitcoin for this to happen. So we're we're far beyond that game of, uh, you know, just your everyday retail investor coming in to pump a coin a hundred x. But nonetheless, something to keep in mind in terms of the potential growth in the space. On to some NFT news, and it's very important to be safe in the NFT space. We had last week 35 NFTs, including Bored Apes, stolen via a phishing attack in last week alone. So a number of verified Twitter accounts have been hacked in the last week uh, and they were in order to tweet out links to, to phishing sites. So the Twitter account was hacked. They tweeted about these sites. People went to the sites and some of them knew after they clicked the link that it was a phishing site, but it was just too late. They'd clicked the link and their wallets or anything that had been connected was basically scammed and uh, hacked for these NFTs. So the total value that was lost just last week was 900 grand. A quick update on the Ronin network, which we spoke about last week. Uh, that was the Axie Infinity hack of $625 million in USDC and ETH. So Binance has partially resumed deposits and withdrawals on the Ronin network. So anyone that's using that at the moment and not wondering or wondering why they couldn't deposit or withdraw from Binance, it looks like they're starting to resume those services at the moment as uh, they start to fix the hack. 
And more news in the metaverse. Investment bank City is bullish on the metaverse, predicting about a $13 trillion economy. Now, that's $13 trillion, not billion, but $13 trillion. So they're looking at this probably towards around 2030, so about you know eight to 10 years from now. Obviously, there's going to be a lot more development that needs to take place. But uh, that's a pretty big increase from where we currently are, which is probably why you know they've got a lot more growth to come in the metaverse space. And it's no surprise. We're, we're seeing a lot of institutions buying their place in the metaverse. And just interesting to see that it could be around that $13 trillion by you know 2030. And finally, Binance is sponsoring the Grammys this year. So the crypto exchange is getting into the whole Web3 initiatives and they're hitting up Hollywood, the music artists, and like we saw with the Super Bowl, so a lot of cryptocurrency platforms and exchanges sponsoring ads, sponsoring athletes, getting into NFTs. Now we're seeing Binance get into the Grammys. I think this is pretty cool for the industry being that we're starting to expose ourselves to another group of audience. Obviously, the, the music industry yeah, can be a little different to the sporting industry, but we're seeing a, these big exchanges get their branding across big worldwide events so again i mean I, I harp on about it but 2022 is definitely looking like the year of adoption and we probably have the big exchanges to thank for that big headlines in cryptocurrency over the weekend lots more coming up as well as these prices continue to creep towards new highs stick with us subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening and i'll see you guys again on wednesday